Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrands, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Eating While Broke. I'm your host, Colleen mm-hmm. Witt, uh, here with special guest, Country Wayne, actor, writer, producer, director, entrepreneur, comedian, best-selling author, father. I'm hoping I didn't forget anything, but I'm sure if you Google anything in entertainment, this man has worked it. Husband. Husband. 
Okay, I'm I'm just gonna say that. You see that facial expression is because technically he's not married yet. Married well, to the Holy Spirit. He's married to the Holy Spirit. Are you celibate? Oh yeah. I've been celibate the last I've been celibate about fifteen. Fifteen hours for sure. Fifteen hours. So you're not you're not married. I'm celibate at this Spirit. moment. That's, that's oh, so, oh, you can't say that. That's oh, that's oh, so I oh, just because I've had well, it's no, because I'm you're not, not you're not celibate. You can't be like, oh, yeah, so I'm, you got, I'm married to the Holy Spirit, but oh, but so I'm the, not married and I'm out here. You said 15 no, hours. The Holy Spirit don't come to you when you're perfect, it's coming to you when you're imperfect. For the second time, uh, which I do appreciate you taking no time problem. out of your schedule. I know I give you a hard time, even though we've only met like twice, mm -hmm. but I truly appreciate your time. I really appreciate you too. And I like, I ain't gonna lie, every time I come here, it's good energy, man. I like your setup. This is genius to be eating while broke and reminiscing the way you tell the story. Mm -hmm. It's amazing, man. Yeah, well, your story is gonna be really inspiring for people because your story is unique um, and you've been through a lot. So I'm excited for everyone else to know what I've learned about you mm -hmm. outside of the jokes and the diva ways you have. But go ahead and tell us what you're going to have us eating today. Oh, well, it's pork and beans and hot dogs for the second time. Um, <laughs> It'll it, be the, almost the third time at this yeah, point. Yeah, third time. I don't already started it and stopped it a lot, but they used to happen in the hood a lot. So because, you know, my mama would uh, be outside. She hear noise. Hey, she got to stop, slide the pot. So it's the pork and beans and hot dogs, as you can see. We but are it's the vegan version. The vegan version. Well, the, the hot dogs are definitely vegan. The, the beans are uh, in, in question. I got a vegetarian baked beans because, honestly, I looked everywhere for vegan baked beans, and I couldn't find it. Except for so if you guys see this or you hear about it on social media, reach out if you can find the vegan baked beans that don't Ooh. exist. Yeah, you got to go to Trader Joe's, Whole Foods. Can't go to Walmart. You do realize that everyone Googled it and it did not say it was in Trader Did everyone Jones. Google it? They Googled it, but not okay. I. Okay. Well, after this episode, we will Google it and we'll know. But take me back to what was going on during the era of baked beans and hot dogs. Yeah, it was going on. Um, story that relates to a lot of people's stories. Grew up, no money. Stayed in the projects. Butler home. I mean, um, nah, Boston homes. Like Butler homes later in life. But Butler homes. I mean, Boston homes. Projects. In Marietta, then being in Midland, Georgia, um, pork and beans and hot dogs was a main dish deal that my mom used to cook all week. Now, when people eat the same dish consistently, like ramen or or baked beans, uh, they usually switch it up a bit. But you kept yours pretty generic. Is that because that was the best you guys could do as far as switching it up? Yeah, she used to try to switch it up. Like, got hot dogs today, guys. Hot dogs and tater tots. And then there's the uh, new meal, pork and beans and hot dog. All right. Yay. Next day, uh, cut up hot. Hey, mama, it's enough hot dogs. But hot dogs and pork and beans, she used to mix it up a lot. Now, is that because of the budget or was it your mom wasn't that much into cooking? You know, she cooked when we got our stamps. Okay. Food stamps. After food stamps, that first nine days, oh, my God, you thought we were rich. <laughs> but the rest of them 22. <laughs> 
Well, let me tell you now, 22 days and 22 nights in the wilderness. Now, when your mom would buy stuff with food stamps, were you one of those kids that got embarrassed when she got to the register? Yeah. Or were you the type that was like, everybody's doing it, so who cares? I used to be at first. Man, you used so to be long, what, embarrassed? After, yeah, after so long, I kind of was like stunting with it. Uh, like I was like, we got it. Because, you know, most of the neighborhood had them. Okay. Like, like you say, so it ain't feel, man. We got used to it after that. Yeah, but I noticed, like, even growing up in poor neighborhoods, you always had, like, the kids that had the nice new kicks or whatever mm-hmm. were more popular. And so I remember just knowing that if we were known as poor, even though the whole geography of that area was poor, you just knew that there was some shame with those food stamps. That's real, though. Um, But that- it's good to know that you you grew out of that and, and turned it into a... Something to yeah, because for some reason, and you may you you just made me think about this when you said that we was always the most popular family, even when we didn't have money. So why why do you think that was? Oh, my mama was you know she was cool like she all we always was like our family was like the entertainers. So people used to all the kids want to come to our house. My mama was very entertaining. She knew how to put parties together. So we were like the fun people. So um, we was we was always popular. Okay. Me, me and all my whole family. You, okay, so uh, when uh, you went to school, they weren't worried about if you were wearing the right Yeah, case. yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were worried about I was so good at talking back and joining people. They left me alone. I get personal. Like somebody, That's why comedians don't... You don't ever hear nobody online really say my name because they kind of know that about me. Um, so, like, if they were making fun of you being poor, you would just hit them back with... I'm going to hit them back with. Cause God gave me little stuff that I'd be thankful for. Like straight teeth. So it was a lot of, <laughs> a lot of butt teeth children around there. So I was like, okay. don't, don't do it. That's I good. I, I ain't got no money, but my fingernails are clean. That's good that you had that confidence. I know when I got made fun of, I definitely would just kind of, I just didn't like being in school with the bullying. But but yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good. I like to. Yeah, hear I ain't that. play no games. But I didn't know I was a comedian then. But my my words was used to cut people hard, man. To this day, that's why I do not, Joan. I don't go online and talk about other celebrities because I'm so good at it, it'll get personal. Really? Oh, yeah. Even people who met, celebrities who met me behind closed doors, they kind of tell people, like, you know, like... And well, speaking of talking crap, can I just say that I've noticed that you're holding that hot dog over that pan mm-hmm. with no oil in it? Oh, yeah, because I figured out, see, when sometimes <laughs> when the hot dog is this slick, the oil is an option because I don't want the hot dog to be sliding out of your hand. But wait, there's no fat in there. Huh? There's no fat, but it still got it still got a oil base. You got to know how to cook to do this. Usually, when I give feedback, guests burn their dish. But I'm trying to not give too much feedback. I'm learning. Yeah, we got to learn. You got to watch (laughs) and learn. Got to listen. That's that's a strength. That's mm -hmm. a strength from a woman. A woman is the best listener. We can't listen like y'all. So you got to do your strength. I heard guys listen to solve problems, and women, we just want to be heard. Nah, people don't know because if they knew, they would do. We wouldn't still be searching. So we don't know. We just we just know what need to be. And what need to be is what it is. So women are way better listeners than us because we have ego. A woman, most of the time, has to nurture a child. So she can't have as much ego as her because the child's with her no matter what. So ego has to get out of the way because she's like, hold up, let me see what the real problem is. A man be like, nope, nope. So that's y'all gift. And our gift is providing, protecting. And anytime we slack on our main thing, that's when our value started to lessen. Okay. I can see that. Taking notes, ladies. I'm charging for that game. 
Well, we're gonna get into the women thing because I know you have your comedy special, A Woman's Prayer. Yup. Um, which you guys should check out uh, if you haven't already uh, on Netflix. Um, but before we get into your game and your knowledge, I want you to still take me back to this time when your mom was making this food and uh, you and how many siblings you said? It was just... Man, it was it was two. It was three. It was me and two siblings. So me and my two older sisters. Yeah, it was us. Okay, you were the only guy. And then your mom, she passed while you were... Yeah, she passed when I was 11. I had just turned 11. Um, She she transitioned on December the 14th, and my birthday was December the 9th. Wait, your birthday or hers? Mine's. Oh. Yeah, she got sick on my birthday. Uh, just curious, like, how did you handle that as a child? Like, where what was your head thinking? Oh, man, it felt like the world had ended. When she left, I couldn't believe it. And every song that came on the radio felt like it was singing about her. It was that Denver Caught song. Uh, How did you get here? I was thinking that the angels was like, heaven, like you don't supposed to be here yet. I, so I took everything personal. But the day of her funeral, uh, I remember a strength came over me. I looked at everybody and I started to make myself laugh like I used to do her. So... That's how I handled it. I always handled it through comedy. I always, I made myself laugh and I used to make her laugh even when we used to go through stuff. I, I, used, to make, I used to make my mama laugh so much without even trying. So I started to find comedy and joy and everything. So that's how I handled it. I, and I didn't cry. That's my last time ever crying. I was at her funeral and I was crying because this is when I learned that a man can't cry. I don't care what they say. Cause once a woman see a man cry, I don't care what they say. In the back of their mind, they think they weak. I was crying and the girl, that was in the same grade as me, fifth grade. Her name Ashley Williams. I was in the front row crying at the front row. She was looking at me because she couldn't believe Mr. Talking Junk on the playground crying. I was crying and I looked at her. I sucked my tears up and I ain't cried since that day. So I handled it. I handled it through comedy. Well, sometimes you could also say that maybe like that moment was so much trauma that it like there was a protection because I, I find it hard to believe you haven't cried since then. I only cry good things. Like oh. I cried when Deion Sanders hugged his son. Like about, you'll really cr like. Yeah, I okay. cry about positive things. Okay, but, but nothing sad. Nothing sad. I ain't cried about nothing since. Okay, nothing can't make me cry. Okay, that's good to know. So, all right. So your mom passes. Uh, what what happens to you and your siblings? Oh, my grandma came. Mm -hmm. My grandma came for sure uh, from Florida, and she she took she took my sisters in. She wanted me to stay. But um, I moved with my dad and his girlfriend. Yo, I moved with my dad and his girlfriend, Wilhelmina. Shout out to Wilhelmina, who took very good care of me. But my daddy messed around and cheated on her for a girl that couldn't cook noodles. <laughs> and Wilhelmina used to cook all kind of meals and everything, but she took me in. What did your What was your dad's feelings about your mom passing? I'm put a little oil in here because um, if you don't mind me asking, you say how, how my dad felt like. What was his feeling like? What was that talk like between you and him with your mom passing? Like, what was that talk? Oh, um, some oil in here. Oh, that talk. Um, he the one came in there and told me he didn't want to tell me. He was like, um, he being his daughter. He didn't want to tell me. He was like, son. He came in there. And he was like, um, I was like, Daddy, you talked to mama today? You heard anything about mama? He said, yeah, I talked to Mr. John, which was my mom, my grandma's husband at the time. I said, what did the doctor say? So he, my mama had already passed all day, but I didn't know. And he was like, um, they say, um, they say, um, um, 
They say she ain't make it, son. And then they bust out, he bust out crying, I bust out crying. So, but I think he felt a lot of guilt after that. You know, he started thinking about what she could have did different and all that because uh, when she say she was sick, he could have took her to Augusta. She went to the, because um, she went to the hospital days before the stroke. She told him she had a nerve. You know, she told him her head was hurting. She went to our hometown, with small hometown, three, 3,000 people. They told her that uh, that's a nerve in your neck. She came home and took that. She said, there ain't no nerve, something wrong with my head. But he left when she was sick. Oh, like he saw her that day? Yeah, he, he, he was at the house the first day she was sick. But you know. Hindsight. Yeah, he like, man, she's sick. You know, sometimes people sick. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to be around but she was sicker than what she was what she was putting on. So he cried and you cried. He cried and I cried, but we cried. Okay. And then he took you to live with him. Yeah, All I right. stayed there. I stayed there. So how day. long were you with them for? That was December. I stayed all the way to the end of the year. But I uh, when I came back that summer, he was gone. What do you mean gone? I couldn't find him. Wait, so you went to December, and then where'd you go for that year after I, that, that year? That summer, I went to my cousin's house in Atlanta. Okay, okay. I went, you know what I'm saying? So but I where's get, your sisters? You're not meeting up with them? or No, they they was up there, too. We used to okay. go to Atlanta every summer. Oh, okay. But but they were still also staying with your grandma? Yep. In, in Atlanta, too? No, in Millen. We used to go to Atlanta for... We back in Millen at this point. Okay. My mom died when we was in Millen. But, um, yeah. Okay. So then what happens? Um, you come back. He's gone. You don't know where he is? You can't pick up the phone that, to find him? That was fifth grade. I ain't see him again until eighth grade. What were you? You weren't wondering what happened to him? Shoot. He was running. Is that Was that like normal in your town or like how are you dealing with nah, it? No, his name's Skip. Oh. So he always skipped town on you. Okay. So you were at this point, you're used to your dad being in and out. Yeah. But, but he disappeared. He was good. He played. He was the best hide and seek. I didn't seek player. He need a trophy. Okay, so who is like taking care of you full time? Like, who do you have to look up to? I'm back. I'm back. I'm back with my grandma at this point. I moved back with her and my sisters. Okay, so she's mentoring you. Like, who's 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 looking out for you? Mentoring. Oh man, at this point, it's me and the Holy Spirit. I had to raise myself. Okay, but then what age did you start having children? Uh, I started having them at a teen, like 15, 16, but. Uh, they them kids ain't make it. The first ones. Okay. Cool. Baby mama had a miscarriage. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? Fifty-five percent of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only four percent of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. 
Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Okay, so you start having kids, you're in high school. At what point do you start thinking about entertainment or comedy? 
Entertainment. Uh, I kind of knew I was going to be in entertainment early. But not as a job, though. I still wanted to think. And I was trying every once in a while. I knew I could rap. According to your book, I think it's, it showed that you were starting in comedy and uh, club promotions. Yeah. No, it was, it was, it was, comedy didn't start till I was 27. Okay. It was a club, it was a club promotion. So before that, you were doing what to make ends meet? I was, I was uh, selling them things. He was a hustler. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So you're hustling. Uh, I read your book. Um, it, it seemed like you were definitely destined to get out of hustling. Like as, as oh, yeah. much as you got in, you were focused on getting out. Of course. I don't, I didn't like it. Okay. I ain't one of the ones that wanted to do it. Okay. And you weren't flashy with it either. No, nah, man. You just wanted to get out. I stayed fresh, you know what I'm saying? Everybody knew I had money, but I did that kind of to promote my parties. So I, okay. I was really low key. I'm, okay. I'm low key now. Same person. You're low key, but you definitely, you definitely got like a diva in you. You think so? I mean, we done checked with your whole team. I mean, they being hella kind to you, but I mean, you could, it, you know, when things aren't being said, you could see like what's yeah. being said. But it keeps everybody on their P's and Q's. Yeah. I just check on me like everybody should check on themselves. I wouldn't say you're a diva. I would say that you have standards, and I like yeah. that. I respect that. Yeah, when you don't, when you don't bend, when you don't bend low, you get tired of being low. You just want to be high. Yeah. Well, I haven't experienced the the other side yet. I'm still on the this side, so I'm, oh, I'm thankful. I'm like this all day now. I'm real detailed because I had to become detailed because my mom left me at a young age. So I had to pick up because a woman is detailed. When you got a mother, your mom gonna check the details in your life. The father handled the main things, but with my mom being gone, I had to learn to be my own self checker. So I'm like a mom, and in and in in I'm like I'm just a caretaker for everybody. When did you get into your walk with God officially? Officially, man, uh, like really went to him. I knew of him when I was young at six. I talked to God, but when I was uh, 2012, I was 20, I was 25 years old, going on 26, and I picked up that Bible and I ain't put it down ever since. I read the Bible eight times. I'm on my night trip. Every time I finish, I start back over, read a page a day, and go all the way through it. So, yeah, 2012, ever since then, I ain't been playing. But what was the thing that triggered you to pick it up? I was I was winning in the wrong world. I was selling drugs, had the rapper plies coming. I'm known in the streets. The girls like me. They celebrate me, but I'm like, I know the end to this story. My daddy got caught up in the streets. My mama got caught up in the streets. My uncles and everybody. So I'm like... I'm, I'm going to prison because I wasn't on drugs. I knew I was going to prison. So i like, man, I got the, this ain't right. And but then you actually picked up the real Bible. I picked Some up the people real Bible. go to church when they don't feel right, but yeah. you picked up the Bible. I picked up the Bible because the church wasn't good advertisement. What do you mean? Now, I ain't see too many people. I knew from what I seen up in church, like going to church and really finding the answer. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, let me read this for myself. Okay. I can respect that. So I want because as a dope boy, we want to go to the plug. We don't want to go through the middle man. Yeah. So when I used to see the pastor up there in the word, I'm saying I want to get to what he got because he getting what he got. He telling to all of us, but this word can't fit everybody. All of us going to do different things at yeah. different times. So this yeah. this scripture might hit him more today, but than me. But I had to go pick it up for myself. Okay. So 
now that you exit the, let's start from when you exited the hustle game and you're going full time into what exactly is your transition? Um, oh, I I started getting the nightclubs. Okay, and then you start you owned one, right? I own your own two of them. Okay, so let's start with you promoting it. Like, at what point do you realize? What point do you say, okay, I can officially end the hustle business and? Shoot, I ain't in that until I started getting booked for shows for comedy. Okay. So while I was going viral online, I was still hustling. What year did you go viral, start going viral? 2014, October. But I ain't stopped hustling until January 2016. Okay. And then you started getting into the word in 2012, you said? 2012. Okay. So your life starts transitioning. Start transitioning. I wasn't there yet. Uh, I remember, and I felt bad. I'm like, how I'm reading this Bible, but I'm still hustling. And I remember this lady across the street of the project with me. Her name was Miss Anna. She said, Wayne, you know God got a calling on your life. I said, yeah. But she didn't know what I was doing. I said, yeah, but what if you keep calling me? But I got something else going on. She said, whatever you girls got going on. She, this, these were her exact words. She said, you can't stop right now. I said, she said, that don't mean you're going to stop right now, but God going to get you out of there because whatever you're doing, I can't tell. She said, you don't got no bunch of people coming to your house. She knew what I was talking about. She said, God don't care where you at. He only care where he's going to take you. I agree with that. You know, I agree with that. When I first became Christian, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, well, at least I announced it too, which was my mistake, but I'm, I'm brought up Jewish. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jesus was a whole new concept. Okay, let's see this hot dog. Does it look, does that cook all the way through? Yeah, I forked it. You forked it? Yeah. All right, guys, this is what a vegan hot dog looks like, just so you know. So I just want to know exactly the pivotal pivotal moments. <sighs> what, is it hot? Got it. Oh, it definitely is. I'm pretending like it ain't. Bring oh, you need a, um, a pot holder? Here, just use these napkins for now. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. <sighs> I can't believe those don't even have nice handles. Yeah, just cheap kind. But it's cool. <laughs> I love you, country. I love you too, baby girl. <laughs> I love you too. All right, but I'm really trying to get to like pivotal moments in mm-hmm. your in your career yeah. or in your journey that kept transitioning you to the next stage. Mm-hmm. So I hate to, I feel like I'm pulling it out of you, but I kind of wish you would just kind of tell me your story. Yeah, the story, well, 2012, I picked up the Bible. I was still hustling. 2014, I went viral with the comedy. And uh, I got, in the same time I went viral, I went viral October. My club opened December 2014, my first nightclub. So now I'm getting legit. Everything going good. And you got your own liquor license and everything. Oh, yeah. You uh, did all that on your own? On the second club, I did. The first club, I had a partner. Oh, okay. The guy I used to throw parties at his club. Shout mm-hmm. out to Hollywood. His name was Hollywood. And I used to always say, I'm a partner with Hollywood because his name was Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So I knew I was going, God was giving me signs along the way. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, so. That club jumped off. I'm popping online. I'm going crazy. But I still ain't out yet. Because, you know, and then I started doing those comedy shows. And then 2016, I quit. And, and the day I quit. You quit I, hustling. I quit hustling. I said, I'm going legit. I'm going to do this comedy thing for real. Mm-hmm. And, and the day I quit, the feds came to my house look, look, knocking on the door the next day. Wow. Were you like, hey guys, you're a day t- a day I'm like, late? Man, I like God. No, I was like, I thought I was going to prison. I was like, man, God, I quit yesterday. Like, dog, like, you know, I thought the angels in heaven told you. <laughs> What's going on? 
But you really not gonna eat these beans. I love it. I, I love gonna, it. I ain't gonna eat them. I'm a gourmet for you though. Okay, thank you. Well, since we're being a stickler, I hope at home when you're using Teflon plots, you you don't use metal. No, I don't. You don't. This all y'all had. I use um, <laughs> wooden. You know. Okay. We're gonna try countries baked beans and hot dogs, the vegan version. I'm gonna try the hot dog separate. Let's try this together. Last time I made these, these were, did not come out right. So oh, yeah. let's see. Yeah, sorry, but wait, are you gonna pray? Yeah, gonna pray I got the, I, like, I'm praying for the salt to get out of it. God is good. God is great. God, my father in heaven, I would like for you to uh let us taste the nutrients in this food, Father. Let this salt filter through us and go on out. And um, and I thank you, look God, for allowing us to have something to eat, Father. First of all, and me and Colleen here to be able to experience this together. And this back in the day meal, take me back to your Son Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Here we go. Okay, you made it a little better than mine. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm still good on vegan hot dogs. Still good on vegan. I'm good. If I never eat a vegan hot dog again, I'm straight. It just disappeared quick. It's the it's the texture. Yeah, I told Katie. Katie back there, I was like, Katie, yeah, them hot dogs just they're not for me. Mm. I want to switch to vegan. I wish there was a way I can do it where it tastes like the restaurants in L.A. You just got to start living. The, I mean, you know, eat to live and not living to eat. I taste buzz the train so. If you get off food for a minute, matter of fact, when you tell your brain you're serious about it, it changes your taste buds for you. Yeah. Because you could trick everybody but your mind. Because the only way you trick your mind is through a substance. That's why only people could trick their mind is when they do a drug. But if you're going to be sober, when you're serious about something, your brain will transform your body for the situation that you're going to. Yeah. So if you really want to do it, but you, don't, you ain't going to want to do it because... You, you got to really see the benefits of it for real. Nobody don't really see the benefits. Well, I'll tell you this. I'm actually allergic to red meat. And officially, I can't eat pork anymore. So I'm at this point where all I do is I'll eat chicken or fish. But uh, but at this point, I do want to switch to vegan. But I haven't, like I said, I don't have the culinary background to do it. Mm -hmm. um, you vegan in L.A., the vegan food out here is amazing. Mm -hmm. So it's like to go from eating that good food so like whatever I'm gonna make yeah, yeah. is gonna be hard. It's hard, but we all like I, I figured that out. You know, we all allergic to that food. That's why we all have a breakout. We think when we go to the doctor, like oh the doctor said I got to take this. It's because our bodies are allergic to all the food, so yeah. we just getting medicine for all the symptoms. Yeah, I just saw something on Netflix. I didn't click on it, but it, the guy was like walking through the produce aisle. And he was like, "Do you see how much cross contamination that there is?" And I was just like. The last thing I want to think about is like choosing vegetables and thinking how much contamination is already on it. Yeah. But hey, but I tell people if you're going to eat food, enjoy your food. Stop looking at the videos and feeling guilty about it because there ain't no use of you feeling guilty and stressing yourself out. If you're going to eat it, you might as well enjoy it. I like I like knowing the truth though. Well, but but I, I feel you. I feel you. I'm just ain't one of them vegans. You know, everybody, be, vegans be trying to tell everybody. I'm like, bro, I just live it. And uh, some people who follow me, they switch it because they seen the results. But it's like that food, man. It's a business. Yeah, it's, it's the it's the number one drug. My boy Trans Lee told me one time, man, a verse, and I told him that was the hardest verse he ever spit. He said, 
drive-throughs are killing more people than drive-bys. So they got us focused on the wrong thing. And we change what we put in us, the world will change because everything is altering. You know, they say the they said now, they say whatever food you eat, you get the characteristic of that animal. That's why most people got anxiety because they eat chicken, because the chicken always looking. A chicken always thinking something come to get it. Like, oh, but it's a black person finna come around here and tear me up. <laughs> and then a pig is greedy. So when you eat pork, you never get enough of nothing. I want to get this much out of this deal. I want to do this. You never stop because a pig never stops. Okay. And then when you eat vegan, what happens to you? You, just... you become a plant because you ain't got the energy. See, oh, okay. a plant, vegan is like smoking weed. Okay. Weed is a plant. You, you it, it really... You get less energy. They say you get more energy. No, you don't have time for the BS because when you eat a lot of that food, they got so many stirrups and stuff, you have energy, too much energy. Yeah. So it's like giving a child $100 and sending them to go into the candy store. But yeah. when a vegan, you become more like a plant. You be kind of cool and vibing because you like, I ain't got all that energy to be talking all day and what you talking about? Like, you be chilling. Well, I just hope I have the same swagger when I do make this official transition but it's going to be, I, I want to like learn more on how to cook basics. You're going to do it. It's going to come to you. Yeah. We'll see. Because I love butter. I do. I like cooking everything in butter. But whatever. We'll see. Yes. We shall see. You Start gonna... with vegetarian, maybe. So take me take me to, so now that your plate has gotten a good C plus have, at best. Have you cooks had anything with meat in it? No. No, I forgot to boil my chicken mm. in the mug. This, is that a bug? Why don't you just get your box? Let me just say, guys, I pray that for all it. the women that have to go on a date with Wayne and no, that's why I'm single, man. have to cook for him. Because man. if I had to cook for him, I would just hire a professional chef to come to my house and I'd put it in plates like I cooked. I'm Because be I wouldn't even want to deal with it. That's why I, I can't talk. That's why I can't be in no relationship with one woman. Or you could just be with a chef. I thought that was the plan. I you tried to find a chef. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Every chef, every vegan chef I've been looking at, I be like trying to get them a chance for real. I don't care how they look sometimes. I be like, man, I'm just, I wanna, I ain't gonna lie, I do want a woman. Cause when you when you take when you when two people eat two different ways, it's hard to you take away the date in life. How you think? Because what we're gonna go on dates? When you go on If you they, eat two different ways and you eat vegan and I eat meat, we can just go eat vegan. But you ain't gonna enjoy it like me. Nope. I enjoy well. Man, I enjoy vegan that, in LA. I don't know how when it is when everywhere. When I'm eating no cauliflower wings, <laughs> hi, you over there? <laughs> nah, I'll just get lasagna or something. Yeah, they have good vegan but food, but you ain't gonna enjoy it like me though. So I you don't a, know that. I know for sure. But I mean, thank God I'm not on the dating block of Wayne because I would hate to get that. You deal with that. I'm a, I'm a good man to date. You, I'm your type. <clears throat> I'm sh I'm. Sh we're going to stay on track this time, okay? <laughs> no, I'm asking. Am, am I your type, though? Are you my type? I don't know. It, it, it takes a lot to be my type. What is it? I'd say, like, my type has evolved the more. Amy you, and I have but, talked about but, this. But you know it ain't no, ain't no another man like me in the world. I know people going to be offended by this, but I'm starting to speak more. I'm getting older and I ain't got time to make people feel better. Ain't no man like Wayne in the world. That's how I feel about myself. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I'm just saying. I'm just letting you know. That's the truth, though. Okay. But this is... You say that, but then you say you're also like need multiple women and all that. No, I didn't that. say so I need multiple women. You just said that you need a different woman that could cook different. I'm, I'm a comedian. <laughs> okay. So now that we've tried your dish and it's decent, ladies, just in case you want them to cook for you, it's decent, okay? I ain't, cook, I ain't cooking for you anyway, but go ahead. <laughs> He'll cook for somebody special. She going to get some grits and eggs. Well, no eggs. 
No, I got vegan eggs. There's such thing as vegan eggs? Yeah, it's just eggs. Oh, it's like the little pouring a, like, at McDonald's when you, you never worked at McDonald's, did nah. you? Nah. Okay, yeah, they have it in a cart and then you, okay. Mm-hmm. Fake eggs. Got it. Yeah. I'm sure it's great. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Okay, so take me back. So your mom has now passed. Mom passed. Your father has now disappeared. You're back at home with your grandma, and mm. she's raising you guys. You ha- uh, you. I'm just recapping. So at this point, you uh, you are hustling, mm-hmm. and God is now in your spirit, and you're you're more knowledgeable of God because you are reading the Bible now. Mm-hmm. And now the feds have just showing up at your door a day after you quit and what is going on through your mind? At this point, I'm good. I finally made it because I, I was a legit, you know, me and my daddy was hustling together. So they came, I thought they was looking for me, but they was actually looking for him. Your dad? My dad. So uh-huh. my dad, they got my dad and I told him we good. So I was, hey, started doing the comedy thing and now I'm legit. So now I finally feel like I broke the family curse. I, Which was what, the hustling and the family? Yeah, the, the drugs. All my family either did drugs, sold drugs. Everybody went to prison. So I broke the curse of finally finding something legit that was successful. And I feel like I could change my family life. So it was the comedy. So I was on my journey of being legit, and I felt brand new. Okay. What was the initial thing that sparked you into comedy? Like, what was that thing that said, okay, I'm going to go out and try this? I seen, I seen everybody doing it on Vine. I seen DC on Fly. And uh, to be honest, I see DC Young Fly one day in Atlanta. He was coming up, and I was promoting parties back home. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, I want to pay you to come to a party. And I remember some girls seeing DC walking up, and they was like, you know who that is? And I had a pocket full of money. They like, that's DC Young Fly. And it was Emmanuel Hudson. And I'm like, man, hold up, man. These girls looking at comedians? Mm-hmm. I'm like, so I knew the era of being a guy with the money and the, and the swag was getting. Comedians was starting to get. I was like, oh, man. I could do that easier than anything. You're hilarious. So it was the girls. Girl, girls. Girl, yeah. Your, your blit. <laughs> See, women always been my weakness, but they always been my strength. Because God say, I'll take care of you and your weakness. That's why I tell everybody, just do your strength. Don't worry about your weakness because God going to help you in that area. But it was the women that always sparked a lot of moves I made. It wasn't for because I wanted the women, but I seen women were starting to go towards that. I was in the entertainment yeah, business. Yeah. So I'm like, dang, comedy finna be yeah. the thing. Yeah. But now the comedy on Vine was different than your... So I always say that influencers are different type of comedian than actual comics. Mm-hmm. Because uh, well, a lot of the influencers, different from the way you tape your stuff, is they do a lot of edit. Mm-hmm. So they cut, edit. You know, it's a six-second clip. That was a very hard accomplishment for that type of comedy but if you take those same influencers with the exception of dc because mm-hmm. dc is a definite raw talent with the exception of that and you take those same guys you put them on stage they can't hold as nah, hard nah, everybody can't do that stage so instead of looking at what dc was doing online you said all right i see him in person and he's doing stand-up comedy so nah, said, he wasn't even stand-up i was just finna do online i was oh you were trying to do online too I wasn't doing it yet, but that's what sparked me to go do it on the line. Okay, okay. But, you know, we, we we just went back a little bit to 2014. Okay. What sparked me to get into it. But what sparked me to do stand-up, that's what the fans kept asking for. At first, they was paying me to do walkthroughs, 5000 6000 But then it was like, man, we want to see Wayne do stand-up. Okay. I was like, oh, Lord, I don't have a joke to tell. 
So that was different. The stand-up yeah. was different, but I eventually had to take that chance, and I started hosting first. Okay. And, you know. And it's so funny, because I think B. Simone, when she taped with us, she said the same thing. She said that uh, her fans started kind of saying, hey, I'll pay you to do comedy. And she was like, well, how much? And they offered her, and she was like, well, shoot, I'll go out there and do it and swing it. And then she started getting mm-hmm. into comedy that way, based yeah. on what her fans kept telling her they liked. Yeah, so I, I didn't go out and get it at first, because I knew better. Cause I didn't want to be known as not good. Cause I, I want I, I like to stay up. Okay. So, but uh, but that stand up man, I started. I was always a comedy fan, so I put I learned I learned real quick though. I figured it out fast. Like I started doing stand up when I started. I started May of 2015 was the first stand up gig I took, like hosting. Mm-hmm. But by by that July, I had I had 45 minutes, and by I. Out of 45 minutes, 25, but it was real good. Okay, okay. So I, was, I, I, I learned fast. Yes. I learned fast. Okay. So then you start booking your own shows from there or where it gets out? People were calling. People were calling and booking me. They were calling and booking me, and I was getting like, I'm making like 30 grand a month, but messed around. 30 grand a month off a new comic? Well, how big was your following at the time? I had a couple of me. Okay, that's it. Okay, and then what happened was, August 2016, I got a, I finally got in the comedy club in Richmond. I had to go to Richmond, Virginia on a Tuesday. And I think I went to Virginia Beach, Funny Bone, on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It was right beside each other. And I made like 20 grand. Wow. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm about to make a million dollars next year. So that motivated me to really get good. <laughs> Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. 
Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. So I, I was like, I got to go ahead and get good at another level because I didn't know you could make this in one week. I made 20 grand in one week. Yeah, that would have been a game changer for me. Uh-oh. Now, if I were to be a fly on your wall, is your process when you get inspired like that to go, oh, man, I should do a heavy dive? Are you pulling out like whiteboards or do you have notebooks or are you keeping notes in your phone? Like, how are you tracking that growth or aiming for that growth? It's in my mind. Okay, so never, nothing's I, being written down. No, I never write anything down. I just do it in my mind. I just had this goal and I see it and I focus on it. How much alone time do you spend with yourself? A lot. In a day, like, how, do you? Is it like a necessity to have some quiet time with yourself, or is it like you're always surrounded? Because you've been pulling up here, you had like four people with you. Even when I'm with people, they know I'm not really there. Okay, and that's why they all check on everything. They don't allow me to do nothing because everybody know I'm not really. You're not really fully present. I'm not present. Okay. I'm never present. I'm always in my head. Okay. Yeah, I can. I can get that. Also, okay. So now that your career, your comedy career is starting to take off, um, you're doing well. You have your clubs going into the pandemic or they're No, nah, I've been canceled them 2016. I let them go. Did you cancel them because they weren't doing well or they were starting to be like not worth the money? Not not worth the money because people started fighting, shooting there. And I, when I wasn't there, I, I didn't want that. I didn't want those problems. So it was like risk versus reward wasn't worth it. Yeah, it wasn't worth it. Okay. So then pandemic happens. Pandemic happened. Game changed. Tell me about it. I went to social media because the stand-up stopped. So I'm on this journey from stand-up 2015, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, and then bam, it's took away from me. Yeah. So now I'm back to where I was in the beginning. I got to figure this out. Now, comedy comes to a complete halt, but your videos at the time, how much money were they generating? None. When the pandemic first hit. So I started it. And then, yeah. like, the pandemic hit in March. That May, I made, like, 27000 Off social? Social. Okay. That, but that was your first first time. check. Okay. I'm like, Ooh. how did how did it just happen in March like that? Did you just monetize the channels at that point, or? Uh, I was about to start monetizing before the pandemic, but when the pandemic hit, I, I put it. I sped up. I sped up the process, and I started taking it serious because I had to. 
Yeah, yeah, no and, and that, that money kept going up, and I seen the money. I was like, oh, this the this the easiest money I ever made because it's residual. Mm -hmm. You shoot the video, you put them up, you make like I'm making money while I'm talking right now. Mm -hmm. So you know, we grew that thing from it was making twenty seven thousand, then it went to forty, then it went to sixty, then I made a hundred, then it went to a hundred to two hundred thousand a month, two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand, three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand, four hundred thousand, five, six, seven. Then it kept going, and it just it keep it keep going. I'm curious though, when money's coming in like that, and you come from being broke, was there a part of you that started to say, well, I should save some? Or were you like, money's coming in, Here, here's some for you, here's some for you, here's some for you? Were you just spending it? Or were you like kind of managing it a certain way? Um, you're spending it, but I'm managing it. Like certain things I had to do. Man, I got my house, got the cars, but I took care of my family. I got all my family off straight because I thought about it. I said, either I save this money and don't give them as much as I give them and leave them in their environments. I say, but if something happened to me, if something happened to them, the, every dollar I got won't be worth it. Okay. So I snatched my whole family and put them in a better environment. So everybody stay around me, the houses. I, I did that first. And when you say your family, you're not talking about the family that you came from. You're talking about the family that you also created, or are you talking about both? Both. Like my brothers, the guys you see me with, and my real brothers, uh, Mike, uh, he became my brother. He my blood brother, but... Uh, between first it was my family, my brothers, my sisters, my baby mamas, my um, my kids, just everybody who connected to that nucleus mm -hmm. first. Okay. Then I started meeting people like uh, Mike, Brad, Terry, Amy. You know what I'm saying? Just people that I want to keep in my life forever. I'm like, man, you know, I just, I just, it's like they because I learned to grow a business. You got to have people. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people underestimate that HR is the, it's, it's actually should be number one in any organization, yeah. like your team, your people. Um, I always tell people, if you find a good person, like my team knows, like, they ain't leaving. I'll be like, before any discussions, like they get first dibs on anything they want and they should always feel comfortable come to me first because I'm very open about how I feel about them. And then the ones that I do want to get rid of, it don't take me too long to get rid of them. Mm -hmm. I'm very straightforward. Like yeah, me too. You, you, you can't. Be I get rid of somebody now. I don't got. I don't fire so many people. I don't. Man, I'm about that money. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. Like I just, I ain't got time to be out here playing because money does things for people. I'm fine, but the fact that my family and people, man, we ain't come from nothing. So to give them that experience here in this life, hey man, I just enjoy it. Yeah. Well, you've done a good job managing the money and managing your growth. So take me to closer to the Netflix special and mm -hmm. what that deal, like how did that deal come about? And that deal came about, um, we was in talks, but um, it can't, you know, they finally, they finally reached back out and said, we'll do it. And, and, and I couldn't really discuss the deal. I remember my lawyer telling me this, he said the deal they gave me, they don't really want me to take it because they was doing new situations. Mm -hmm. And um, so, but for me, I knew that Netflix special was going to take me to a whole nother level mm -hmm. because I knew nobody ain't think an internet comic can really stand on that stage and, and joke for joke for joke for joke for joke. So I was just like, this is what the game been waiting on because they've been waiting on us. The comedy game been waiting on one of us, the internet people, yeah. to blow. Because it's like somebody else could shoot a special, film it, but if it ain't me, DC Young Fly, Drewski, yeah. Desert Banks, they want Carlos, they want us. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's like being with a man, like if you with a man, right? You want and another man treat you better than the man you love. Mm -hmm. You want the man you love to be the one. Exactly. So I already knew if I get to this special, 
I'm going to shop the game because nobody don't know I can do it. Yeah. And, and I knew, oh, Lord, I just knew. That was, the, that was the most move I was proud of, that I ain't mind spending extra money, get the Fantasia song and spend it. I didn't care. Because, oh, you, you were really in the details with that. Oh, I spent bread. Okay, I like that. I didn't care what they get. I spent money on, you know, on little things I wanted because I knew this was going to be, I knew what it was going to do. Well, I don't want to backtrack, but I did kind of skip over it and I do want to backtrack now. Um, mm -hmm. When it came to the book, how long did it take you to put that book together? Oh my God, a couple of years. But were you working on it since what date though? Because it came out last, wait, what year? It, it came out this year. Yeah, this year, but, but I, I've been working on it since twenty. I got that book deal and we started working on the 2020. So they approached you to write a book or were you already nah, like my secretly? My agency told me, um, I'm going to write a book. They say, put it, put it to, put together. Um, we had to write the, the sample, and stuff. the, the huh? sample, the synopsis and all that, you okay. know, what, what the book was going to be about. Okay. So I paid a writer. To, we got together and did that. And then we ran out and pitched it and we pitched it and I got, a, I got a book situation fast. Okay. But then we had to go back and write the book. That's a long process. That's okay, long. but did you sit around and actually write it out, or did you sit down with I talked it out, and she typed it out. Okay, okay. So I typed, me and her talked for so many, me, me and me, I'm like friends now. He <laughs> talked so much. I probably never write a book again. You know what, though? I will say this, though. When you read the book, it does read like that. You and... Uh, I like your book. I'm going to say that. Yeah. I wasn't really a big fan of Kevin Hart's book because I just couldn't stand the way they wrote it. Mm -hmm. Like, the, you know, some books, it's like that. It was just, it felt like he was talking to me a little too much. And yeah. I was like, man, I wish y'all would have just put a little bit more of a writer's touch. But on your book, it's a good balance. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah. I mean, you give women a lot of credit, so it's hard not oh, to yeah, yeah. not we, like that Man, book. we ain't nothing without women. They Y'all everything, right? So when you saw the edits on the Netflix special, were you by yourself when you watched it or who were you with when you saw the final edits? I was by myself. Okay, so you did watch it first mm -hmm. by yourself. And what was your immediate thoughts? The, the were guy, you Chris critical? Yeah, I was, I was trying to be critical. I was like, man, they need to show the audience because they were laughing so loud. I was like, I don't want them to think there's no loud track. You're hilarious. I was like... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But I just knew. I said, man, this finna change the game. So then who was the next person you sent it out to after you saw it? I was showing it to everybody that was around me. My brothers, and they were seeing clips. I think I might seen it. My agency seen it. Everybody seen it. But they were there at the show. So we all knew anyway. Yeah. We all was like. Okay. My whole team knew. It's like, suppose somebody hit another level, the team know before yeah. the other. We like, bro. And, and the world just didn't know. Like, ain't nobody finna beat me in this comedy. Yeah. I, I, I already, I never looked at nobody and they scared me in comedy. I don't look, yeah. when I was rapping, I heard you on Thug Rap, that um, it was that passed me the hookah. He wrote a beat so good. I'm like, I don't want to be no rapper no more. <laughs> he like, I'm a bitch of out of way. And I said, God. Then you hear these guys rap, but comedy, bro. I just, one thing, nobody never put no car. I knew how funny I knew how funny I was. Yeah. I just knew. I just that confident. I ain't gonna lie. And on and people took it as arrogance. A lot of comedians like, I'm gonna make him earn it because he I don't go to nobody, I don't ask nobody for nothing. There's few that reached out, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Cedric Entertainer. He was one of the ones that just reached out first. I went on tour with Mike Elps, you know what I'm saying? Kevin Hart told me straight up, he say, he said, I'm a fan of you and your hustle, but I can't be a fan of you yet because I haven't seen your stand-up. Oh wow. And when the okay. stand-up dropped, I started to tell him, like, oh no, you're a fan now. I mean, <laughs> hey, 
But I just, I just knew, man. I just knew. So I know that the industry, it's funny because I'll get different, different walks of life in here. And you can definitely hear an overwhelming sound of the industry not respecting influencers. Yeah, like, yeah, and, it's, yeah. and it's weird because I'm, I feel like I'm friends with both sides. And I'm like, influencers, bless you. Thanks. Influencers work extremely hard. Yeah. Um, but these, the, the, I guess, stereotype, because I'm, I'm missing the word that I want to use, is that you guys just have it so instant. And, and that's it's true. Kinda... That's true, though. That's true. And it's like, I get what they're saying, but they got to pick it. They can't say that about everybody. Because if you watch Country Wayne, I did something different online than everybody. I didn't do these little short clips. No, you did like a I, little. I um, do. I still like a got a TV. It, and it's still going on every yeah. day. So I drop. People be really invested in it. So too. I'm like, don't act like I ain't it. And yeah. I know that. That's why my com- I have to be my own confidence because nobody won't see it. Yeah. When you the truth, the people ain't going to never speak about the truth. Well, I'm sure once the special drops, uh, people are definitely going to be. Man, they still going to try to be silent. But it's, you can't, it's like, one thing about it, though, Wells Fargo talk. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't lie. So the money ain't going to lie. So it's like, I don't really care for real to get people created. Because God don't told me what I am. Yeah. When I need to work on something, God be like, you work on that. I don't look like when I first started as a comedian. Like, ooh, I ain't that good yet. I look at LaVera Crawford. I can't do what he's doing yet. Mm-hmm. I was working. Yeah. But I'm like, they never going to, the real one, it's never going to get the real credit. Yeah. From, because it's like, if you call out the real, it exposes everybody who ain't working. Yeah. So when you, when you real good, when you real, real good at something, you have to be your own cheerleader because if you too good, if you, if you at that level where you just too, too much good about you, it's too much talk and people kind of, like my fan base, when you go on my comments, it's like we love Wayne. It's like it's like this thing. People are like, why he getting treated like that? Mm. So that's gonna come with jealousy. And to be honest, when you're a comedian, when you anybody, if girls like you, yeah, you think that's what it's all about. It's like it's the women. When women like you, bro, and you the dude that when you come around, women kind of be like, well, women want my brothers. Every guy that with me, it's just everybody know I got the women like me oh. and comedians. And when you're a comedian. They never seen a comedian really move like that. Yeah. So it was a lot of hate and jealousy. But I dealt with that in high school. I fought in high school all the time about this same situation. So yeah. what I learned to do in this, I'm like, bruh, I got them women so y'all can hate all y'all want because them women secretly support me. Yeah. Anyway, so it, I didn't really, that's why the name my special was A Woman's Prayer because if I wasn't that good, everybody be pushing me because it's safe. It's like when a girl, the guy she don't like, yeah. she could be friends with him. Yeah. It's like, that's my... We cool, but yeah. the guy that kind of make her get that little butterfly, she, oh, it's, um, it's like, hilarious. yeah, so, you know, this game for me, it been personal, and I'm going to keep it like that. I'm going to stay on everybody's neck, and they don't know that I was competitive. That's what they didn't know about me. If they would have, people, I keep notes of everything somebody do to me, and they dealing, I go vegan. I drink water because of competition. I, I don't understand that. Yeah, it's, see, that's what I'm saying. I'm crazy. But explain that. Basically, I work on myself so much. For this, I'm preparing myself for w- w- the competition of what I do. Okay. That's the reason why I get my rest. That's the reason why I don't, because I want to be the best at what I do. Okay. Period. So everything I do, I'm serious about that. Like, I'm in coming to club, sneaking around, getting another set ready. Okay. For this next special. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I ain't going, like, it's just, I, I move like that because it be, I'm a friendly person. When I meet people, I'm like, hey, how you doing? But then I feel that. 
Like, oh, you moving like that? All right. You on my list? You on my list? You on my list? And you on my list? And you on my list? And I'm never going to take my foot off your neck. So, and, it, and it's bad. I consider you self-made. Well, I think it's mm-hmm. very obvious you're self-made. Forced you came to. from nothing. Mm-hmm. Literally nothing. Um, what advice would you give to someone else that's coming from that same situation, but um, maybe doesn't feel they have the natural talents? Because I think some yeah. of your talent may be a little natural. I think charisma can be a little yeah. more natural. Natural. I, 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 nobody's not going to help you. And don't look for somebody find God in yourself because God is in everybody you know and I you know I believe in Jesus if you don't believe in Jesus just believe in yourself at least and um you got to find that thing in you that's gone if you don't got the natural talent you might got the natural ability to work harder than the next man mm-hmm. do everything you can and God to do the rest because nobody is truly really going to help you because when somebody do help you it's going to cost so much interest in the end you don't even want the help. And when you move and you know that, you're going to panic and be like, hold up. If a person not with me, they truly against me. Yeah. And when you think that, it's not, it's not make you mad, go get a gun and hurt somebody. No, it's going to make you move different. Let me look out for me. Yeah. Let me not. I ain't going to take too many drinks. Let me get me some rest. Let me do everything I can control because I can't get a million dollars overnight all the time. I can't get $10 million. But... Now, let me let me set my boundaries. I know me. So, okay, I ain't finna get too deep in this relationship because I'm gonna like you too much and you're gonna throw me off. Yeah. So you look out for yourself because the devil could get in anybody. The devil could get in your the people right around you, your children, your brother, your sister. But if you look out for you and, and, and be your best version of you, even if it get in them, it can't harm you because you already looking out for you. So I, anybody who's trying to come up, man, man, do the best you can in your circumstances. Yeah. Yep. And then one last thing, your success wasn't overnight. Nah. But it definitely appears to be overnight. What was like the hardest thing that you had to accomplish on this journey? The hardest thing was to keep going and keeping myself mm-hmm. to make my fan be like, okay, my day coming, my day coming, because everybody was getting their day. Mm-hmm. All the influencers was getting their day because everybody, but I don't kiss no butt. So nobody ain't going to help you if mm-hmm. you're not, if Wayne, if you think you're finna walk in here, and I feel them, I probably want to help me either. Cause I walk in the room and I'm gonna speak, but I'm not. I don't care who you are. Ain't nobody God. So yeah, but I I think you have like a cool. I mean, I yeah. joke with you all, but it's in this industry. But I definitely think you have that country side that is likable. Yeah, I'm likable. Even, even if you're like a diva ish, you have that country in yeah, you. Yeah, man. But I just that was the hardest thing is stand up and every day and it's like and, and motivate your own self. Like I got this. Yeah, but you can't pinpoint a particular moment that brought you to to a pause, a soft pause. A soft pause? Even the pandemic. I mean, I'll tell you right now, the pandemic brought me to a, a screeching halt. I, I I literally forgot that the rest of the I world was going though. through it. I couldn't, because I got all them kids. So I could never pause. Because I, I every time I sit back, somebody needs something. So I just ain't never had that moment. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about a pre a brief like there's a small chance I won't make it. I mean, every yeah. day I do I work and everything. There's still that, and it could just be me. There's still that small whisper that, you know, hey, maybe you're a little crazy for even continuing to keep trying. Uh, but I'm definitely like I have the yeah. the good side and the bad side. I have the good side that's like keep going, and I have the bad side that's like, girl, when are you gonna quit? You know, but you don't ever have to feel. Yeah, no, I ain't never had that. That Holy Spirit is strong on you. I ain't never had that because I knew. 
even if I Jesus Jesus had told me I was mm-hmm. in my spirit, and he he don't brought too many things to pass. I'm like, I know I am, and I look at in my industry, I look at people's skill level, and I'm like, yeah, it can't mess with me. I'm gonna yeah. get there, and yeah. so no, I ain't never had that moment. Okay, well Mm-mm. maybe your spirit needs to rub off on me. But thank you so much for coming out your you. way again. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Like more than you know, I know I. I really do. I appreciate you too, man. You yeah. got a great spirit, and I just want you to continue being who you are. And uh, God see you, man. I, I, God see you. It's gonna be people look over you because you got a spirit like that. The devil run this world, but God see you, and He got a position for you. He got, He got, He see what you're doing, and and when He touch it, He say yes one time. The devil, the devil say yes all day, but His yeses don't mean nothing. Yeah, I appreciate it. Someone told me that. Uh, Eating while broke. So eating while broke is technically a positive podcast, but uh, someone said that you know the other podcasts out in the world are like the baby, and I'm like common. Like you know, common's good for you, but the baby's popping. Mm-hmm. So you know, of course, it can be frustrating to see like other podcasts just take off and they're kind of like stay grinding. You know, because but, I don't curse in my comedy, but but they, I'm getting that bad. I I go on two cursing comedians. Just stay, man, stay your course. Yeah. And stay yeah. your course and watch. Watch. Yeah, watch. And one day you guys will see me cook a real vegan dish. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what we're waiting on. That's what we're waiting on. I'll, I'll send you a little clip of it too. But thank you so much for taking your time out of your crazy schedule, flying mm-hmm. all the way to LA uh, to sit down with us and put us in your schedule. And um, I'm thankful you cooked for me this time. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you, guys. And the check uh, Country Wayne out on the Netflix special. You can follow him on social media. I, I, is there any other thing that I should know? You can get his book at Barnes & Noble. Yeah, yeah. We got a book. We got, oh, we can't, oh, I can't promote nothing else. It's so funny. I've been trying to convince uh, Wayne to do a podcast. So please, guys, slide into his DMs. I got some ideas and, you know, I'm, I'm trying to see if. You know, he could just shoot a couple and like see what goes out there. But I think you'd be great at podcasting. Just one more thing. You already got the rest of your resume popping. Man, I got to give me some sleep, man. Y'all right. be good. I'm sleep glad. Sleep it is. Yeah. All right. Peace out. Ewa broke. For more Eating While Broke from iHeartRadio and The Black Effect, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. 
Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.